Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Absolutely terrifying. Now it's like, weird. How are, people, how are people falling for this? Well, I suppose they're, they're logging onto Twitter. They're seeing Kanye West and Elon Musk, who's like a billionaire. And Elon Musk appears to be saying, if you send me $1,000, I will send you $2,000. So on there, you can check to see the transactions on this particular Bitcoin address. So they give you the IBAN number of the Bitcoin, for want of a better word. They've received 12.309 Bitcoins, which is the equivalent of about €100,000. But they've sent 5.8 Bitcoin. Now, they might have sent that to, different, to their own accounts and making, they're making a lot of money. Anyway, if you see somebody who's incredibly famous and verified on Twitter talking about Bitcoin this evening, don't send them any money because this is a huge scam. Yeah, it's a huge scam. It's awful. I can't believe how much money they've made. But surely, I don't know if they're too smart and they're outsmarting the world, whoever is behind this, and they're not going to be traced back to this account. Surely mm. someone is going to be able to track them down, though. Well, you wouldn't know. The thing about Bitcoin is it's meant to provide a certain amount of anonymity and secrecy. I don't know. There's very smart people out there in the world. So in the last hour, they've made about 100 grand. That's mad, though, that they were able to hack that many high-profile... Serious accounts, yeah. People, yeah. It's unbelievable. Then all all our accounts, if you're on Twitter, your account will be hacked. Yeah. Yeah. Is Barack still up? Let's see, Barack Obama... Where Surely, would that be a huge problem with Twitter then? Oh yeah, this is this is Twitter. This is all on Twitter. Uh, I presume, yeah, since it's happening to all different uh, all different accounts. Barack Obama, are you on Twitter? You are on Twitter, sir. Yeah, Joe Biden, Barack Obama, Bill Gates, all have been hacked. Not having a good time. No. Sorted out Twitter. Sorted out Twitter. Sorted out Jack. Bad enough for spreading fake news and BS online. Now you're costing decent, ordinary people, a huge ton of money. So that's literally currently going on right now. Some of the biggest celebrities in the world are getting their Twitter accounts hacked uh, right now, but just don't send them uh, any Bitcoin or anything like that. Uh, on the way do you, next, know what the, do you know what the sad sorry, thing is, by the way? Sorry. You know when you know your regular person like me or you sees mm. this and then it gets taken down and it's told it's a scam and it's, you know, someone's hacked into their account. There's certain people that are going to go, no, I, I don't think it is a scam. I'm gonna I'm gonna risk it on the off chance that it's true and it's real. Uh, yeah, I know you might be in such a desperate situation that you mightn't even realise it's a scam, and you might only yeah. be 
following a couple of people and you might be broke and you might be like, they're kind of, uh, the fact that everyone is in dodgy job situations right now, people might be broke, where tons of people unemployed, more people are going to be made unemployed, but probably, I'd say technically in the middle of a recession anyway, uh, at the moment. So are they playing on people's vulnerabilities and kind of, people? a lot of people are scared about not having enough money and then you're down to your last thousand quid and you're like, oh, I can double this now, happy days. Yeah. It's very tempting. And then you're screwed. Absolutely screwed. So that's happening right now. Um, keep an eye on it. Don't send anyone any money for Bitcoin, even if it comes from a legit account, because all the legit Twitter accounts are being hacked. On the way next, NASA has come out and revealed that there might be an extra star sign. And um, the star sign that you think you are right now, you may not be that anymore. Sad news. We'll talk more about that next year in F- FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Good evening, Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. Hope you're, I was going to say Thursday, my apologies, your Wednesday evening has been going well. Get in touch if you want to say hello, 087-6797-104. Just on that, um, Twitter is having a bit of a nightmare this evening. All of its uh, servers have appeared to be hacked, which means that your account and password, if you're on Twitter, may be hacked as well, and they are trying to scam you out of money due to COVID-19. So this is what Barack Obama, the official Barack Obama Twitter account, uh, tweeted a couple of moments ago. I'm giving back to my community due to COVID-19. All Bitcoin sent to my address below will be sent back doubled. If you send 1,000, I will send back 2,000. Only doing this for the next 30 minutes. Enjoy. So there's tons of people who are getting uh, scammed. They've already made about, they've already conned people to the tune of 112,000 US dollars in the last, I would say, half an hour. So that's currently happening. If you see someone that you follow, like, respect and love on Twitter telling you this, they've been hacked. Unfortunately, it is not true. No. So do what I do. Stay off Twitter. Simple idea. Best bet, Better for your financial health, better for your mental health as well. If you want to go and just be angry all of the time, <laughs> go on Twitter and just realise that the world is a disgusting cesspit of a few people who are angry 24-7. Anyway, moving on to another thing that might anger you, your star signs. Yes, now, obviously, I was big into star signs when I was younger because that was a thing. You know, I based relationships on whether or not my boyfriends would be matching me in my star signs. Why do you think more girls are into star sign stuff than boys? I don't actually know. I think because we read into emotion and feelings a lot more than guys would so stupidly we probably instead of taking a guy for who he is and what he's about we go oh you dump him because he's a libra and it's just not compatible he's a pisces exactly we're not compatible and pisces are known to be this and that or a libra is meant to be a little bit you know flirty and you don't want a guy like that so then you'd rule them out now obviously i don't follow this at all anymore but in saying that i used to love it got loads of books on it when I was younger and I would still go for the colour of my gemstone or my star sign colour which is a dark a dark blue for Libra okay so that's September but NASA have discovered that there's actually another star so there's another sign here that has been added to the star signs that they came across and we may all be actually totally different to what we initially thought we were so I don't so, know if you know your own star sign. I do. I'm a I'm a Leo. Well, I don't think you are anymore, and I'm going to tell you why. So this new sign is called. Now let me try and pronounce it. 
Of hijos. Of hijos. Okay, so, <laughs> of hijos. <laughs> of hijos. Of hijos, yeah. So yeah, those born between... <laughs> that's It's called of hijos, okay? I'm pretty sure. Uh, those born between the 29th of November and the 17th of December. That's now your new star sign. Um, so... Ophicus is a snake bearer and he is said to have been the first doctor. Okay? So because of this new sign, Ophicus, which is November to December, that has changed all of the new star signs. So they've come up with the new star sign dates. Uh, Okay, so apparently what? There was, we we did have 12, but now we're saying there's 13 star signs. Yes, we're saying there's 13 13 constellations. So of course, my birthday is September 30th. And I was a Libra. I am now a Virgo, according to this. Oh, no. So Virgo is September 16th till October 30th. Now, I'm not okay with that because I've looked up today what a Virgo actually is. And that's not me. I am not organized. I am not calm. I'm none of these things. Whereas Libra suited me down to the ground. But you said you were a Leo, was it? Yeah. Well, what's your date? Well, Leo was July 23rd to August 23rd, but is now believed to be August 10th to September 16th. Yeah, does that cancel I've out now? I've been stripped of my Leoness. So what are you now? You're a cancer. Cancer's I'm one a before cancer. that. July oh, 20th miserable. to August 10th. Oh, how miserable is that? Yeah, there you are now. Oh, no. Horrible? So people are outraged. So all over Twitter earlier on today, there's a girl, Evelyn, that said, I've had my star sign tattooed to my back for 13 oh, years no. and now it's been ruined by NASA. <laughs> <laughs> now, you should never be putting your star sign on your back. Don't be tattooing that kind of stuff. I'm so angry. I'm still identifying as an Aquarius. I don't care what anyone says. Ophicus doesn't exist. So people are very outraged by all of this. Um... Me, me realising I wasn't a Sagittarius for the last 31 years was actually just a mighty twat all this time with no one to blame but myself. <laughs> like, this is... I mean, you could go through thousands of... loads of people putting up sad faces and they can't believe it. So, there you go. Are you going to get on board with your new cancer I'm very, I'm very, I'm very like, So, wait, is it official now that this Afikas or however you pronounce that new star sign thing, that that's now an official part of... Why are NASA... I thought NASA had more important things to be doing than dabbling in astrology. Now, this actually was um, looked at back in 2016. So they apparently discovered this back then, but kept things a bit quiet and now have just tried to destroy people's lives. And, you know, if you didn't know who you are to begin with, you definitely don't know who you are now. So, <laughs> don't be running out and getting a your star sign tattooed on this your back. This is so or, sad. This yeah. is so sad. So yeah, I'm I don't know who a... I'm compatible with now. Uh, everything you know, you're going to have to break up with the other half now, just based on this un- incompatible, this new set oh, of yeah. rules. Hundred uh, percent. Reading some stuff quickly on this now. The BBC previously speculated that ancient astrologers perhaps ign- perhaps ignored uh, Ophicus because they wanted to chart the 360-degree path of the sun in a mathematically pleasing way of 12 equal parts. And apparently one of the reasons why they ignored this Ophicus 
November the 29th to December 17th, so we've been alive to for ages. So Capricorns are now January 20th to February 16th. Aquarius, February 16th to March 11th. Pisces, March 11th to April 18th. Aries, April 18th to May 13th. Taurus, you are on the May 13th to June 21st. Gemini, you are now on June 21st to July 20th. Cancer, you are now July 20th to August 10th. Leo, August 10th, September 16th. Virgo, September 16th to October 30th. Libra is October 30th to November 23rd. Now, hang on, are these... Are you a Libra? What are you then, Sir? So now I'm Virgo, and I was Libra all my life. Uh, okay, you've been moved back in, yeah. I've Sorry, been and then moved the, back. The, the last couple is if you were a Scorpio, uh, the new dates for Scorpio, November 23rd to November 29th. Six days? What? That doesn't make yeah, any see, sense. Th- this doesn't make any sense. And then Ophicus is November 29th <laughs> to, to December, December 17th. 17th. And then Sagittarius, December 17th to January 20th. So the Scorpios have become the, look like Rarity. the most, yeah, the rarest people. If you're a Scorpio, a new Scorpio though, are you a new Scorpio? Is your birthday on November 23rd to the 29th? Is that when you were born? The 23rd, the 23rd to the 29th because you've become some of the most rarest people on the planet with this new rejigging of the star signs. I kind of wish though that I was the new star sign. Like I'd like As to be in the, the new fancy one. Yeah. I, I don't because. even know if we're pronouncing that properly. No, we're absolutely not. But look, I'm just devastated. I really am. Like, I don't I don't want to be known as a Virgo. <sighs> you know? I don't know if anyone's into the star signs, but I don't even know what the colour of a Virgo, you know, stone is. <laughs> I don't know who I'd be matched with. Our whole identities have just been crushed by NASA. Thank you very much. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. That was Ariana Grande, Seven Rings, and um, a few messages coming in about people saying they're still delighted that they're still their star sign that they were previously. Oh, how did they get away with that one? I don't know. I don't know. You mu- you must have just been at the start of that star sign, the original one. Yeah. And then you would have made it. Oh, I just feel so hard done by. Okay. I do you remember years ago when you'd be trying to get into a club, they'd ask you your star sign. Oh, just to see if you knew your date well enough. Yeah. Yeah. Now you would know who one. you are. Um, Megan says that star sign SH1T comes up every single year it's fake nowhere on NASA's website I refuse to be a Scorpio Megan I think you're just in denial and we're going to have to just have an intervention here now and just sit you down and go it's about time you you knew something about yourself that you maybe don't want to know look Megan that means that you more more than likely are this new star sign originally if you're pushed back you know but listen I will follow up that with you because Tons of places, tons of reputable news sources are reporting on this all over the world. But why again? Why would NASA want you to say that's Anyway, although NASA's mad into their, not star signs, but they're mad into their kind of, uh, how do you say it? Into what space. Like the, well, like Apollo, <laughs> they mad. the Apollo NASA missions for a reason. mad into space. Mad into the, just going <laughs> to nowhere. Just want to be left alone and go into nowhere. <laughs> like, my God. Uh, who do we have? Still... 
a Leo that is sent in to us from Elaine wants to crack well done you're still a Leo congratulations I'm not I've been kicked out of the Leo club so that's unfortunate I read these star signs a lot but I think they're a load of rubbish I'm a Libra <laughs> you're a, a Libra rubbish, like me Libra. Or are you an old Libra or a new Libra that's the that's the question yeah did you still make it in because there's did certain people that will say oh you're, I bet you you're a Cancer I bet you you're an Aries yeah. because they've studied these star signs they've spoken to you and they're making an assumption based on yeah. You know, and if you think about it, I mean, I have loads of books on star signs and some of them will tell you stuff that you feel, oh, I absolutely am all of these things. But anyone could be all of these things as well. Uh, it's that cold reading stuff. What's I forget the term of it, but you just say vague enough things that you put meaning to. Yeah, you're outgoing, you're friendly, you're a bit into materialistic things. Yeah, You know, everyone is at some point in their lives. You know, Let's you're buying give, TVs yeah. and stupid things you don't need the generic approach uh, Megan has texted back in saying I'm a Sagittarius till I die um, <laughs> fair enough okay, Megan. you're not giving up on that handle but I'm sorry the planets okay. don't lie NASA doesn't lie but uh, Megan do you find yourself um, you know are you uh, a people person are you ambitious do you work well with the team but often <laughs> see yourself as the leader of that team um, you know and you've got a, a hell of a lot of personal strengths but sometimes you feel as if you hold yourself back you're your own worst enemy, and uh, you're, if you just didn't have those insecurities, you'd be so much further than than where you are. Ah, oh, such BS. It's true. I'm, re- I'm reading her mind. Is there an old flame hanging around your life that wants more than what you do? Okay. And who, I know who's the, you could who, literally go on like that for for anyone. Yeah. And any star sign. Uh, this is 20 quid, by the way, Megan. This is a live uh, reading. Now, interestingly enough, I don't know if other people have noticed this, when they go out with people and they're always in and around the same time. Do you know? Like, for some reason, I have had four long-term boyfriends and they've all been born the middle of March. Is that not weird? <laughs> is it? Or is that just com- complete coincidence? I'd say it's I'd say it's coincidence. Unless you go to, I don't know, is there some like March birthday convention that you keep going to and picking up men there? <laughs> Anyone born in March? I'm here. Come on to the March Madness Bonanza. But I, I'd be put off by a March man now. I'd avoid them like the plague. I really would. I, I yeah. And, and I think it's because you know for obvious reasons, but they're Pisces. That's the star sign I avoid now. So if I'm going out for a date yeah. with somebody, I'll ask them, are they Pisces? Um, yeah, so there you go. It's been rejigged. The star signs have been reevaluated, rejigged, unfortunately. We're talking as well about a uh, professor, for, a, a feminist professor wrote an article in uh, The Guardian claiming that our cities are male-dominated, and even the buildings themselves are phallic symbols, ejaculating light into the sky, and uh, are just sexist. The buildings themselves are, in fact, sexist, and we need more um, <laughs> feminine buildings. So we were wondering, just one, is there any... Is is there any... Um, what are the main dick buildings in Dublin, like willy buildings in Dublin, that you would say are, are penises, are phallic buildings in Dublin, and is there any examples of female booby buildings... 
in, in Dublin and Ireland or anywhere in the world, I've gotten a, a, a few messages in. This has come in two or three times. This has come in from Max. This has also come in from uh, G, whoever G is, and a few others. Why don't I know what this is? The paper, the pepper canister church and the big tower. The, what is the pepper canister church and where is it? The big tower in Glasnevin Cemetery. That's a great shout, uh, Luke, by the way. That's adding, adding to the list. But the Pepper Canister Church. I'm going to have to Google that now because what in the name of God is that? Yeah, I don't know where that is either. Uh, oh, that is totally... That, that is a willy building if ever there was a willy building. That's great funny. Shout, I wonder if willies were on their minds when they built it. Do you know what though? I mean, we did we say we said Dublin Castle for for a boo building, didn't we? Because uh, I'm yeah. just looking at Dublin Castle here. It's very round and very beautiful. But the thing about buildings that have to go up and wind up looking like a phallic object is the only way you can build higher and higher and higher is by getting slightly narrower and narrower. And especially back in the day, the older buildings you couldn't have like concrete square straight up or rectangle straight up it had to kind of get smaller at the tip if that makes sense yeah that's true that's now, why I know the pyramids this isn't... are built that way and that's why everything else is built that way is that you can have a wide base and a thin tip makes it more structurally sound oh I mean that sounds very penis like you know it's, it's, <laughs> it's funny coming from a man um, I would say obviously the boo buildings are going to be lower and more round anyway so you know you could probably take Croke Park as a boot building. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You could. Slice them around. Yeah, I know, I know. Someone said, uh, yeah, the four courts is a... Is a Brenda, is the forecourt not a booby building as opposed to a willy one? I would have thought so. Do you know what? Where is an absolute penis building? And it's probably because a lot of penises go here. Trinity what? College. <laughs> it, it might be. Yeah, it might be, yeah. No. But the Pepper Canister Church has come in several times. It is on what street did we say it's on? Let me just see because uh, Barry sent in the street that it was on, it is on the Pepper Canister Church, Mount Street. So I think it's just up near uh, Stevens Green. It looks like, um, I think it's just off oh, Stevens Oh, I Green, know Mount it? Street, yeah. Or am I getting, am I miles away? Mount Street. That is definitely one. So we'll add that yes. to the list. So we have uh, the Spire. We have, uh, I can't understand my own handwriting. Oh, the Spire Wellington Monument, Liberty Hall, indeed. Somebody said the building across the road from the three arenas, the, what was it, the Capitol? Uh... Billing is one of the tallest in in uh, in Dublin at the moment. Do, 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 do. No, I'm lost. Oh, Megan has said, can confirm. There are a lot of dicks in Trinity. Calm down now. Wow, Megan. <laughs> yeah. uh, thank I you mean, for confirming. I mean, I love it, but... Mm, thanks for that. Matt has, Matt has said, uh, Newgrange is like a flat booby. Yeah. Yeah. And that would yeah, have actually, a specific yeah. entrance in as well. That could be like, you know, a front bum, a front a front, bum building. Uh, yeah, it could. Yeah, that'd probably be the most like a uh, front bum. Okay, so listen, if anyone from RTE is listening from their history department or from their documentary filmmaking department, we might have an idea for a new show where myself, Saoirse, and of course the wonderful... Uh, I don't know, maybe maybe Catherine Thomas can join us on this adventure where we travel around and we just go, tonight we are going to be exploring the 10 biggest willy buildings in Dublin. And if you're lucky, we might try a few front-bottom locations as well and sneak in a booby building just before the end of the show. Get your recommendations in now. Would we have any... Uh, do you know what, actually? The way the world has gone at the moment, we would get that. We would get funding you know for the sexist buildings of Dublin. I think a lot of people would be interested in that show. Yeah. You know, it could be used for pleasure. It could be used for relaxation. It could be used for interest. Yeah. All of these things, people will tune in. <laughs> the AIB building across from the three arena on the keys. Is that a, a Willie building? I think it might be. Uh... Or oh, just off Marion Square, Barry says. That's where that church one is. So, yeah, but listen, our building's inherently... <laughs> our building's inherently sexist. And just shoving masculine phallicness in your face and reinforcing the patriarchy on a daily basis. Or our building's just buildings. Buildings um, are just buildings, lads. Get over it. Let's stop making a big fuss out of everything. No, I think I'm you need to campaign. Michal Martin, if you're listening, we want a, a budget 17 billion fund set up so we can build more booby buildings around Dublin <laughs> and eradicate the male patriarchal dominance that has oppressed women for years. I mean, do you not feel... Oh, I just can't deal with people like her. But like she's said, literally talking about buildings that are thousands of years old are willy buildings and they're sexist. <laughs> are you out of your mind? <laughs> 
Again, if it may, the buildings, the facilities can be sexist if we never provide for women's, let's say, health care or needs on a daily basis. Happy days. But if you're turning around, does she honestly think, like, this is what men think when they're building, going, do you have any designs? <laughs> well, uh, I just drew a picture of my cock on the sheet, so we just build that. Yeah, all right, job done. Let's do lunch. It's just ludicrous. <laughs> it's kind of funny, though. Oh, maybe oh, she was this. joking. Maybe she was joking. I hope to God she was joking, but no, she's got an actual degree. Uh, decree with, <laughs> with this. James, what's the story? Uh, hi, guys. An example of a woman's front bottom building can be found in Dublin Airport. When you go under Terminal 2, it's like going between a woman's legs. It is. Oh, it is. The window in the middle looks like a good old <laughs> I will never look at that again the same way. Thanks for that, but, James. But, uh, James, as well as that, I mean, we, we could celebrate that, but I'm sure someone would complain about that that is sexist, that you shouldn't be using women to get away from your problems. Yeah, like, like seriously, here. James. Know, you just never win. No, and the airport's going to be shut down now because of this. They're going to have to restructure <laughs> gonna have to, it. are going to have to close your legs. <laughs> Good luck. No one's coming in now. We're going to lock things up. Oh, God. Oh, this is real. Michelle, good evening. She said, will you please stop saying front bum? <laughs> yes, it, it, it kind of, it's kind of that awkward conversation that your mom would have had with you when you're 12 or 13. And you're just like, I'm not five. You don't have to call it a front bum anymore. Oh, yeah, but it's fun. It's a nicer word. Is it, though? It's just weird. It is. <laughs> it just sounds a bit perverted. <laughs> <laughs> but a front bum building is the best type of building in the world. I want to build them all over the place now. Can we start up a campaign and Michelle, will you sign it and James and we'll get enough signatures where Michal Martin has to say front bum buildings in the doll. <laughs> I wouldn't say it'd be the first time. What? <laughs> There'd be enough of those front bums in there anyway. My God. Oh, we got some booby pictures sent into us. Oh, lovely. Where can we go for a boob or two? I don't think these are in. The naughty buildings, they look like domes. What are they like? The agent has sent it in. Eric, ooh, it's for a nuclear kind of facility, looks like a, a bit more feminine than some of the big spires and things that are around Dublin. Um, but listen, uh, there you go. If you have any other male or female type buildings that you've seen and you would like to put an end to the sexism that you experience on a daily basis because buildings are tall and go up and apparently that rem- is, is unconsciously reinforcing the penis patriarchy that we all apparently live in. There we go. Uh, send us in some female buildings or some female plans and we'll do our best to get them put in front of the people who need to hear it and we can eradicate the sexist buildings that we live with. Still to come on the show, speaking of sexist... Well, speaking of sex, we're going to be chatting to somebody who will be explaining more about one of the world's first ever virtual sex festivals. It's happening online. You can log in via Zoom from anywhere in the world and there'll be a ridiculous amount of different talks going on to explain exactly what goes on at this sex festival is it just watching people do weird things on a webcam is there more important information happening at it uh, one of the organisers of the Sugar and Spice Sex Festival will be on in just a few moments time along with music from JC Stewart that's on the way next here on FM 104 FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long it's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104 quick reminder if you missed any of the show today or this week and you want to listen back to them in full if you're going for a stroll or a drive or whatever you're doing around the gaff you can listen on uh, your smart speaker you can listen on your phone or on the website but subscribe to the podcast Room 104 Cormac and on Spotify or on Acast or on the usual places where uh, you get your podcast from happy days still to come you're going to be hearing from a woman who organises 
Uh, one of the world's first virtual sex fests. She's on the way. She's from uh, Singapore. We'll be chatting to her via Skype. So if you've ever wondered what goes on at a sex fest, like, uh, what are you meant to expect from a festival like that? She'll be explaining more in just a few moments' time. Uh, a couple of the WhatsApps that are after coming in. We were just talking about different types of uh, buildings over in, uh, in, in Dublin. Leinster House, in particular, talking about male versus female type buildings because a professor... Um, who wrote an article for The Guardian claiming that male buildings are all very male and that they're ejaculating light into the sky and that we have got to stop, you know, promoting and endorsing phallic buildings all around the world because they're oppressing you as a woman. The building you're going into is oppressing you as a woman, apparently. So uh, we're just chatting male versus female buildings in Dublin. We got ones including the... Where's the list? We had the Spire... We had the Wellington Monuments, buildings or monuments that look kind of phallic or maybe even female in nature. Let us know which ones they are. Liberty Hall, the Indeed Building, the AIB Building, which is across the way on the keys from the Three Arena, I think. Uh, some other booby dome ones that came in were the Mansion House. And I think the Forecourts kind of looks like anything with a dome on it is kind of booby. I mean, you could take that two ways. That's kind of booby with a nipple or it's kind of... You can argue it's kind of phallic as well, you know what I mean? So it's, I suppose it's a matter of perception, really. See, that's the thing. A lot of this is perception. I mean, someone could look at a boob building and see a penis. Yeah, uh, yeah like beauty is in the mind's eye. I mean, boob buildings are in the mind's eye and so are phallic male ones. Yeah, pretty much. But keep the lists coming in because I'm sure there's loads that we're missing out on across the uh, country as well. I'm trying to think of Clontarf, where I grew up. There is... Now, it's... Not a big building, obviously, but there's a new kind of restaurant thing uh, that's on the seafront, and that's very boob-like. Oh, is it? It's very boob-like, yeah. Now that I think about it, I'd say they actually, you know, made that based on a woman's boob. Right, Just yeah. one boob, you know? <laughs> uh, Tommy has WhatsApped us in on 0876797104 to say that Mackin House is full of a lot of tits anyway. <laughs> Yes. Actually, it's one, not. Tommy. It's absolutely not, not Tommy, to be honest. There's no one, yeah. There's, there's only me. No one in that building. And there's only Tara. There's only a few of us. Uh, Emma. Representing the boobs and Emma, yeah. And Louise. And Louise. And Sarah Jane. And Sarah Jane. And Hannah, who's on the strawberries. And Hannah's sometimes on the strawberries, yeah. And Hazel Nolan. And Hazel Nolan on the news. <laughs> But think of all the penises overtaking us boobs. It's not fair. Uh, the building's kind of square back and blocky. It is kind of square and blocky, but I'm going to add a few features to it when we get back in. Just to oh, make like, it more fair. Like pink fluffy pillows and stuff and candles. No, no. I'm going to put boob lights everywhere. Oh, do. You know, boob, a nice boob light. Do, 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 do. <laughs> and then I'll buy some of Gwyneth Paltrow's uh, candles. <laughs> two, two, two. Uh, the the most feminine building I think we've found, and this is coming from a lot of people, uh, from James and from a few other people, is the uh, entrance into Dublin Airport. It's a terminal two. Looks like a you're going into a womb, nearly. So that's yeah. the most feminine building, fe feminine building that we have found. If there's any other incredibly feminine buildings? Do let us know. Drop us a WhatsApp: oh eight seven six seven nine seven. One zero four. I was just going to say, um, you know, going through Terminal Two, people are usually very happy. Mm. So, is it a bad thing? 
that it looks like that. Probably not. They're going to com- complain as well um, that maybe planes are too phallic as well, even though that's what you need to fly to be, you know. They could make them round, though. They wouldn't fly. They wouldn't get anywhere. They could try. No, I mean, the planes are modelled off birds. That woman might have a say in that. You know, she might be able to construct a, a nice round, kind of spaceshipy type plane yeah. for the future. All yeah, these possibilities. Make, it's who ending. knows? We're going to have such a beautiful... Our, our gender-building balances going to be absolutely amazing. Uh, hello again, quickly. If you're still going, lads, will you tell Ben to drive home safe? Ben, whoever you are, you know Megan, she would like you to drive home safe. And she said, for the last few weeks, we've driven around listening to your show for hours on end. You probably think we are saps and you are probably dead right. <laughs> no, Thanks we that, would Megan. never think that. We adore you guys. We everyone that listens to us talk absolute shite. Yeah, that's day, the you know? that's the foghorn of sexism. It is actually, isn't it? Yeah, a bit manly now, that one. Now we don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a bit aggressive, actually. I think the female version is the Hallelujah, though. Uh, okay, controversial that that would be a female song. It does sound very lovely and feminine. Yeah, it does. It's a but little it bit comes lighter. From the, comes from the church, and I don't think they have a good track record when it comes to women and their rights. No, I don't think they do. No, but when I hear that, I don't think of the church. I should, but I don't. I think of more like The Simpsons or something. Hmm. Yeah. I prefer the foghorn. <laughs> yep. We all know that, Saoirse. Uh, we <laughs> Shut all up. know that. No, listen. Uh, right, listen. But we're almost coming to the end of the show. We're not there yet, though, because we have to go live over to Singapore. You're going to be hearing from a woman who is running a virtual sex festival that you can attend from the comfort of your own home using just your laptop. What exactly goes on at this virtual sex festival? Is it just filth? We'll find out. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Saoirse Long. 104 with Cormac and Saoirse here. And from the 1st to the 15th of August this year, there is a virtual festival taking place. Not just any old festival. This is a virtual sex festival. Now, I don't know exactly know how that's going to work or what it involves but we've gotten on to one of the uh, founders and the organisers who is also a clinical sexologist her name is Dr. Martha Tara Lee and she joins us now on the line Dr. Tara Lee, thanks a million for speaking to us here this evening, how are you? Very good and thanks for having me. Tell us about this festival. Yes, definitely so this festival has uh, 39 sessions over two weeks and these so, are sex sessions? Yes. So we are doing all kinds of topics relating to sex and sexuality. Uh, we have one session on like essential oils and how they can support you in your sexual well-being. We have, uh, we have different panels, one on sex, money and power. We have a sex worker panel. We have a session on discussing the fascination that people have. We have dating. We have healing after an affair. We have talking about how to navigate desire discrepancies in relationships. We also have a session for parents to teach their kids about sex education, how to have mindfulness during sex. We also talk about other topics like open relationships, understanding what's kink. Yeah, so basically all kinds of topics related to sex. <laughs> but not actually having sex. 
Yeah, I was wondering. I was like, that's, you're going to need a weird connection on your computer if you're even to attempt or to uh, try that. So I'm, I'm looking at some of you offering, yeah, a huge, broad range. It's not just, it's not smut or filth now. It's actually educational and informative. But I'm seeing some of the topics that are included on the lineup across the two weeks are sex workouts. What exactly is a sex workout? Yeah. So the person that I am getting to do the sex workout, she is a yoga teacher. So these will be yoga-related practices that will support you in being better in sex, I guess. And is it to do with a couple or on your own? Like, how can you be better at sex? Yeah, so so yoga actually can support you with being better in sex. You know, if we were more flexible, if we we had better core muscles, these will help us with sex. It's a sexy title for what she's presenting, but it, that, that particular workshop will be very much yoga-based mm. because of this period of the uh, coronavirus and people in home isolation, this is a great time for couples and individuals to learn from home without leaving the house. Also, this period, people are more receptive and more comfortable with learning things from the internet. And so that's the reason why we are creating this virtual sex education festival. I, I take it you're doing it over like a, a Skype or you're doing it over a Zoom and things like that? Yeah, I'm doing it over Zoom. And oh. uh, because of the Zoom feature, we can have a talk. We can have the presenter talking and explaining. We can have the presenter yeah. share their presentation or video. We can also have breakout rooms where we break the group into smaller groups so that they can discuss mm. uh, what they have just learned. So they have some opportunity to do some kind of uh, interactive discussion that may uh, feel much better rather than in big group because it's the intimate nature of the topic. Even though sex is a really sexy topic, we really want to make it very safe for people to learn from their homes through their laptops. And the focus is really on education. And I'm more interested <laughs> in learning about open relationships. So There's going to be a talk on, on that, is there? Yes, yeah, so we will have two people talking about not just what open relationships are, but also about communication and negotiating boundaries in a relationship. So not all our presenters are professional, trained sex educators. Some of them are just people who have personal experiences who would like to share of that. And uh, mm. they would have had some experience sharing what they learn and articulating, let's say, for instance, like open relationship, they are in the lifestyle. And what the idea is, is to really allow people to have an understanding of maybe what they possibly don't know about sex and relationships. And through having more information and knowledge, uh, make better choices for themselves and also become more open-minded, less judgmental. Lovely. So um, you are uh, obviously a clinical sexologist. You've been working for, for years around this area. Um, what what got you interested in this whole entire field? Uh, yes, well, I'm Asian, born and bred Singaporean. And growing up, a lot of my friends have very, are the same as me. They don't have any sex education growing up. And when I grew up, I, I, I realized that I was one of the few people who was actually positive about sex and enjoyed sex, whereas all my friends 
had difficulties with sex, painful sex, low sex drive, hated sex, and I decided that surely there must be somebody who can support all these people who basically are afraid of sex. So yeah, I went and got my doctorate in human sexuality from San Francisco 13 years ago. And yeah, I started my practice, been doing my practice for 11 years. The whole idea for this festival really is the frustration and the pain around how a lot of Asians feel that Asian people don't talk about sex. And even though this festival is open to people of all races and nationalities being a virtual festival, I think my heart really is for the most inhibited people who they don't know what they don't know and they had no sex education growing up. So by having an Asian faculty, it's very different because during this lockdown... FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.